Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash Talk. I'm here with my man Pete Hooley. And if you're listening on podcast, I'm going to have to introduce this one because if you're watching on YouTube, you probably see him sitting right next to me, ex-Adelaide Crow superstar in the AFL, ex or current Geelong superstar. <laughs> Jeez, not that yet. wasn't, I didn't just drop some sort of trade rumor there. Current Geelong superstar, but ex-Townsville Croc, Josh Jenkins. Thank you. It's great to be here. Hopefully my uh podcast career lasts longer than my NBL <laughs> career, but uh, it's good to be here nonetheless. Well, tell us a bit. So you started, you were with the Townsville Crocs as a DP. Yep. How did that go? Uh, not not too well. Not too <laughs> well. I was a little bit immature at that stage of my life. Um, and Trevor Gleeson uh, was coaching at the time. He wasn't he wasn't a massive fan of sort of development players. He liked to use to, <laughs> I don't know. If that hasn't changed, yeah. by the way. No, that has not changed <laughs> at all. It's still the same. He, uh, I used to get ripped out of um, like practice. He'd, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd run, a, run, run the wrong card or whatever, muck up the offense, and he'd just rip you straight out even at practice. So we didn't stand too much chance of getting in the game. Well, he's, just, he's a stern dude. And, and a lot of people say this, and I love Trevor Gleeson. I reckon he's one of those underrated coaches. But apparently he is pretty... I've dealt with him a couple of times, but not in a team environment. Apparently he is kind of socially awkward. Is that true? He is a little bit. I actually bumped into him um, down in, the, in a pub in Warrnambool <laughs> a few years ago. I was probably two or three years in my AFL career, and he gave me more that day than he ever did <laughs> when I was supposedly on his roster. So um, he's, he's uh, turned out to, to, uh, to have had a great career over in Perth. So killing it. Was he a couple beers deep? Um, he must have been because I, firstly I was surprised he recognised me because he, he never looked twice at me when I was up uh, in Townsville um, but he's a big he, I think he's a big AFL man he's actually worked for for some AFL teams in between his his NBL stuff so um, yeah he's a good man he's just yeah, a little bit um, tough to get along with when you're a young fella <laughs> trying, trying your hardest not to throw him under the bus just saying yeah. it's fucking awkward well what was it like in 2009 you were a DP yeah I so, think so did you live like who'd you live with did you li- like, I don't uh, know I'm not sure you probably on the big bucks then. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, not I was, on the Melbourne United DP. I had bucks. the 50% off Maccas card and that's about it <laughs> back then. Um, things were pretty tough up in Townsville, uh, across the whole league back then, but um, certainly at the Crocs. So money was pretty tight. I lived with Todd Blanchfield for, for a go. while. Yeah, so... Um, then I got shipped off um, down to <laughs> shipped off down to Mount Gambier to play some SEABL. And six games into my career down there, I said, stuff this, I'm going to play footy. A lot of um, people say that about going to Mount Gambier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm out. Mount Gambier produces more footy players than any <laughs> yeah. basketball club on this yeah. country. Mostly because that gym is the coldest place ever. Yeah. And they bring out they the call super it the ice box there. Ice it house is. or yeah. something. For a reason. House. And they have yeah. an eight-foot rim, though. You get a lot of dunks. My shooting was ice cold. That's that's, <laughs> where, that's about as icy as it got down there. I live with little um, Zach Delaney. Remember little Zach Delaney? Oh, the played. smallest dude to play yeah. in the history of the NBL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played with him down there. And um, we had a, we had, speaking of uh, ordinary coaches, Trev's not an ordinary coach. <laughs> He's a great that coach. Could have been so brutal. But the guy we had down there, I'm not going to say his name. You can look it up if you're desperate enough. But Will he, do. Was, he was a shocker. <laughs> um, he made about three or four of us quit, but it turned out to be a great move for me. Jeez. And ironically, I remember him being a massive Cats fan. So I'm not sure that he'd be too thrilled to see me playing <laughs> for Geelong this year. You know what? Cop it, old coach. Is was Zach Delaney actually? Because it was He's a, a cult figure of the NBL. He's a cult he figure of the NBL. Huge. He was. Well, sorry. Will, yeah, sorry. Yeah, maybe the wrong no word pun there. intended. But he was—he was. He was a cult yeah. figure of the NBL. Everyone remembered Zach Delaney. He didn't really get on the floor that much, but he literally was like, like it was is comically small. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, he could he play? He was—he was all right. I mean, he didn't. I never got to. He was gone within four games. I was gone within six. So we never really got to <laughs> see too much of each other. He's a great dude. Like little yeah. surfer. Loved loved the good time. Loved going out. Not that there's too many places to go <laughs> in Mount Gambia, but now there's um, one. I've he been was, there's one. He was yeah. all right. He was all right. He. I mean, he played some NBL. 
basketball and um that's more than most of us in the in the population can say so um he yeah i'm not even sure what he's up to you should hit him up and just be like hey mate for shits and giggles Come run drinks for one of our cats preseason games, or even imagine the regular that. one, and just imagine that the the real NBL fans would know that. You'd have to carry that drink bottle above his head with like just two hands, two hands, <laughs> one drink. Out. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm sure Dang he is too. Speaking of little guys, let's jump over to massive guys. Miles Plumley signs with the Wildcats. One of the biggest that we talk about earning potential and how much guys have earned when they come in the league. Not that it really matters, but this guy's currently being paid seventeen point one million dollars from the Memphis Grizzlies. Still, still. Still being paid $17.1 million. And I find it hard to believe Perth, he's playing for free. In, in, in no, Perth. I don't think it's that much. This dude caught two Giannis lobs and then got paid $50 mm. million. So it's like, I, I don't think... He was over here on holiday. That's the thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he that. was over here on holiday. Oh, you're coming over on holiday and then something happened there and Perth reached out to him and said, hey, do you want to, do you want to hoop? And well, by the way, you said, are yeah. still an NBL fan. You did some courtside stuff for the Sixers. I did, yeah. yeah. I got, actually got replaced. I've never been... <laughs> Never heard from uh, the broadcaster as to what was what uh, my shortcomings were, but um, yeah, did a little bit of that. Loved staying involved with the game. Um, I'm pumped that that, that that the league's really trending upwards because it was, as I said, when I was around, it was pretty ordinary. I remember yeah. there was one off season where uh, Rowan Short actually was the assistant coach who now runs the Phoenix. Um, he, he, I remember talking to him one morning. He's like, "We think we're going to close the doors of the whole league." So that's sort of how it was yeah. back then. So yeah, I'm pumped to see the league going really well at the moment and um, try and watch it as much as I can. Well, the fact that the team that you were a DP for is now defunct yes. is probably a good yeah. sign. That <laughs> I'm going to blame that on league. me because I was literally got a contract through after college to sign pen to paper with the Crocs, and then my agent called me next day and said they folded. So maybe Ooh. they figured out. Would Ooh. you have got if you had have signed that contract beforehand? Would you have got the money? No, no I'm gonna, I can jump in and say money. no. They have no money. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no. They still owe me twenty grand. But speaking of money, so then sent Mac's cut. Miles Plumley. Now, by the way, for anybody who saw on the social media his photo, that's in pristine game shape. That's not what he's currently. No, in. no, no. He came in at least ten kgs over that. He was ten kegs over whatever the photo. Was. But I believe that signing is so good that once he finds his feet, they will finish top, which you have been saying. Well, that's the thing, and, and the thing for me, he doesn't need to come in and score a whole lot of points. Bryce Cotton's got this team covered for points. Tariko White somehow manages to average 20 a game whenever the playoffs come around. That's just what he does. And it's not just what he does in this league. It's what he's done in other leagues around the world. He's a clutch player and he seems to just only turn up when the finals come around. So I have no issue with point production for them. What Plumlee does is he sets ridiculously hard screens for Cotton. Yeah, that's going to be impossible to get around. He takes up a huge amount of space in the key. That's all they need him to do. I don't reckon they're breaking the bank with him. Well, if he's getting seventeen, if I'm getting seventeen million, <laughs> if I'm getting seventeen million from Memphis, I'm not asking for yeah, exactly. No. What's the difference between a hundred thousand, a hundred and fifty, or two hundred thousand from Perth? I'm, 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 really, I'm oh, not I really you, worried. I, about I thought you were talking on like AFL standards. What's the difference between a hundred and hundred and fifty and two hundred? It's like this ain't the say, AFL. Yeah. I was about to say. So he's close. He's seventeen point nine from Memphis Mill. He'd be on par with Dangerfield then. <laughs> I think Danger's just got him. He would be close. But uh, yeah, he's thereabouts. <laughs> Well, we'll jump into some of the... Uh, so the MVP award and the most improved award. Now, you mentioned something to me the other day, Pete, over text, where you said that the MIP was the only one where there's a clear winner. The most improved player in this league, and we'll go through some, but it's Dane Pinot. And it's not... And to be honest, and I love the other guys who are up for it. You've got the stats. We'll lay out the stats. We'll lay out the stats in the post because the other competitor is Sean Bruce. Sunday Detch has been great. He's come out of sight. That's the one I had written down. Oh, Sunday you think Detch he deserves? Well, I just wanted to throw it up. because <laughs> well, A lot of people had. No, fair enough. Yeah, a lot that of that is have. the one. Tim Gossage, of course, in WA, is a heavy promoter of well, Sunday Detch. He's, he's been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But not quite. 
in your opinion? Dane has gone back to back nine, 20 rebounds and 19 rebounds, but he's done it pretty consistently. Give me the stats. Give well, me and, and I, I still think that it's it's Dane's award. I think Dane's going to win the award, but I do think it's a two-horse race because right now Dane is averaging in 2018 and 19 for the Kings, 0.7 points, 0.3 rebounds. With limited time back up to Yeah, well, we, which a lot you, of you would say. hope so with those stats. Yeah, yeah, it was limited time. But that's what the, that's what the excuse yeah. is. He probably wouldn't be in the league if he was playing. <laughs> that's what the excuse is. Everyone's like, well, he just didn't get a role and now he's got a role. So I'm like, well, that's the whole point of Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean Bruce he's didn't have a job. Improved. Now yeah, he's got he's a job. Down. Exactly. But now he's averaging nine and nine. Sean Bruce was unemployed last season and is now averaging seven points one unemployed assist. but has been in the league previously for a few years as well so people seem to forget that he was in the league as well he has been great and he's been a huge part of why the Sydney Kings are top right now he's been integral he leads their bench unit in more ways than just getting assists and stuff he's been great but I think you're right it's Dane's award it's Dane's award I, 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 we, we all agree that Dane Pano's most likely it, it would be a travesty unless Sean Bruce comes out and averages 30 for the next Seven games, or Sunday Detch comes out and has just a massive run to finish the season. Well, I'm not like too familiar with your basketball background, JJ. But what? Give me a play. JJ, the, we're going nicknames now. Well, he's on our podcast. JJ, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah he's on our podcast. Oh, yeah, you can call me Felix for the last. I've known you for how long? I've never got a nickname. Well, I've got do. a whole bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you've lost my train. Oh, give me one player in the league that would resemble the way you play. Oh, uh, Honestly, yeah, and undersized, <laughs> big guy, not much game inside. So uh, Dane, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I never got a most improved award. Um, <laughs> I just used to, I used to run around like I'd say um, Russell Hinder, but four four inches shorter. Russell Hinder, right. Russell Hinder's a good one. Did he play for Townsville? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted me this morning. He's the first one that came into my head. Yeah, fair enough. I don't mind it. We'll jump in as well. So for the MVP award there, and I've spoken on this one so many times on so many different avenues, Lamar Patterson now needs, with the fact that Brisbane have their last five games the best offensive team in the competition and are actually starting to show some life, Lamar Patterson needs to be included in this MVP debate. Leading the team in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Yeah, I picked him because he's got the most inconsistent help. The other guys yeah. who I'm, I'm sure you'll mention have got consistent... Robins to their Batman. Yeah. Whereas he doesn't. Every now and then, Kadee or someone will bob up and help him. But he every night they're reliant so heavily on him. I think other teams, other guys on other teams, can have someone else step up and they can take a night off. He's been the rest of the team besides the last like couple of weeks have been no good all year. So that's no why good. I'm not trash. Even, done. So I'm still with Scott Machado. I have to be. If they bounce back, like I don't even on. think he's been the best player in the last month though, Machado. No, you're right. He has. He's had a couple. Compared yeah. to like DJ Newbill's been yeah. playing really well. Newbill's another one where he doesn't get spoken about, but I just don't think it. Look, it just just as a pure scorer, I'm not sure whether when, when we talk about MVP and most valuable, I think that you you would take Lamar Patterson over DJ Newbill just in that award. Is Bryce is still there? Yeah, Bryce Cotton. Yeah, Bryce Cotton's still there, right. but again, again, it's that thing where and you've mentioned it before. We're so used to Bryce doing so well, but it depends. How do we give the award? Is it most valuable or is it best player? You Bryce Cotton's who- the best player in the league. I think that Lamar Patterson is the most valuable to his team. And I think someone who's slipped out in the last couple of weeks of the conversation is Mitch Creek. Yeah, South yes. Melbourne just aren't doing well enough. They're not yeah. doing well enough. And he had a, he had an average game on the weekend. I think I don't know if they played a doubleheader. I should remember that. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, and I'm. He still might be able to bounce back. He's a terrific player. He might bounce back. But I think right now it's a three-horse race. Well, I'd love to see Lamar. I don't even know who votes for it. We've got to figure that who out. Who does vote for it? Well, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's media not like voting. the Brownlow. It's not, how many Brownlow Thank votes? Thank God. Uh, I've got a few. I've got none last year. But Stiff. <laughs> I'm a tall forward. That, you know, like, yeah, it's tough. Buddy, Buddy kicked, I think it was seven or eight. 
and got one vote. Yeah, exactly. So it's ridiculous. Well, bloody Tex just launched him from 50. He doesn't give him a chance. That's why <laughs> um, he's gone. I don't... I don't who, who, it's probably good that the refs... Um, 100%. ...don't vote. Yeah. But it'd be good to know who actually does vote. The least you know involvement why? the refs can have in anything we do in this competition, <laughs> I think, would be a benefit. But you know right. why? Because it's the same like... Uh, in the, we've spoken about this before in the footy when you get multiple times and the refs just see you. But the... Refs can't. I think the refs in the refs in the NBL hold grudges. You just said revs, and I got super excited. <laughs> Second there, they, this is. I can speak from experience. Yeah. It's human nature. Yeah, it is. It's, if, yeah. If I if you treat me poorly, I'm going to treat you poorly back. Yeah. yeah. Whether I'm a referee or I work at Macca's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. Um, so no doubt. Big Nat Fife last year, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into the final run home for these teams. That I've written a couple of out, a couple of them out that I think are going to be, you know, more. Inclusive than the other. So Melbourne, we'll run through this one first. At New Zealand, at Sydney, Perth, at Brisbane, Illawarra, Cairns, South East Melbourne. So three home games to finish the year. Are we are we worried about missing finals? You wouldn't think so. No, nah, you much wouldn't. Talent. So they let's look. Those next three games in New Zealand is going to be really really tough because yep. they you just never know what you can get from them and they can play well. At Sydney it's going to be hard. Playing Perth is going to be hard. The last four. At Brisbane, Illawarra, Cairns, South East. You'd want to lock in. Normally, 14 wins get you into the playoffs, which yeah. in, it's going to be different this year. They're predicted at about 16. I 15, 15. 15 or 16 is But that, that's the thing. So you, they're probably predicting the Brisbane win. Brisbane's been a bogey team for Melbourne United. Then you're predicting they should probably beat Cairns, another one who's been a bogey team to United. So that's going to be really hard. But you, just, you expect them to be there. Yeah, they have to be there. 100%. With the amount of money that's been spent on that roster and the talent that they have, you would hope so. No, they should. Because this is there. one of those they rosters that's built on, I feel like the only way you can actually make it a feasible season is if you get all the way to the yep. final series. Yeah. <laughs> and it possibly if it goes five games. Yeah, they'll, they'll make it. it. They'll be there. But here's the one, and I brought this up with Tim Gossage the other day. Did you? I did. Great man, Tim Gossage. Very, very biased towards the Wildcats, but he is a great man. I said that I reckon that the final could be the Wildcats and the Taipans. Because you look at the Taipans' run home. Adelaide, win. Southeast Melbourne, win. Win. Illawarra, thumping. Win. Oh, Adelaide, well, be- tough one. Could be close there. Just because they're playing them, it's very tough to beat a team twice in that short stretch. The finish, Melbourne and Brisbane. Now, those mm. two games at the end there could decide where you finish anywhere from second to fifth. I reckon it's going to come down to those two final games, Melbourne and Brisbane. Yeah, on the road for their last three. Yeah. That's tough. I and mean, Brisbane's a bogey team for them. Yeah. It's the story Everyone. of the league, I guess. We look at any of the runs and think they're tough, but that does look tough, especially those last three on the road. The big games in that, because then we'll go to Adelaide, is between Cairns, Adelaide and Melbourne, they all play each other. So those games are going to be yeah. unreal. So this is more interesting for me than any of the top four. So you think, it'll be, you think it'll be Taipans, Wildcats in the final? Yeah. So you've got Perth finishing top then? I've got Perth finishing top. So do I. Who, yeah. You reckon Sydney still? I think Sydney will just do enough. So it, the huge thing is, I think I think Cairns will finish third. Though. Perth have a super cushy run home. I haven't included it here, but they've got a super cushy run home. I don't think there's any double headers. Jeez, so you a lot of home me, games. Tell me, there's going to be no travel excuses from Perth for a while. No, there's going to be excuses. Yeah. There's always excuses <laughs> from Perth, but no, I, I I think the Perth finish top. I've almost got them locked in to the top spot. And it just matters whether whether Cairns if Cairns can sneak in a second. I'd, I wouldn't. I probably I don't wouldn't think back him. Second. I no. probably could back him with Sydney. Set, but just a matter of what order. I just think it's so dangerous to say anything set in this league. Uh, absolutely, it is. Are you going to go through Adelaide or you don't care? They're rolling. No, no, we'll go through. We'll go through Adelaide. At Cairns, at Brisbane, at New Zealand, 
Southeast Melbourne, Cairns, and at Perth. So again, all these teams have a bulk of road games. Well, they play Cairns and Adelaide play each other twice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be the that's, that's going to be the defining thing. I wouldn't Adelaide. I wouldn't want to play them once, but I'd be happy to play them in a series. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think that they they rely heavily on Randall. Obviously, I don't love the way that everyone stands around and Randall does his thing. Yeah. Sometimes it works, but as I said, over a series when you can hone in on him, make the other guys beat you. I'm happy to play Adelaide. If they make the top four, they'll get they'll get knocked out first round. Yeah, I think that's an, that's a matchup I'd want any day of the week in the top four is Adelaide because yep. as you said as well, just they're so offensively dominant yeah. that they can have one of those days where they go for 110. Yeah, and the next and day then it's like, it doesn't well, matter how we're playing on offense. Their last nine games, or they've won every time they've scored 100 points, they win. Anything below that, even 98, they lose. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. you do not want to be in no. that sort of situation. But anyway, we're going to jump into two expansion teams or multiple expansion teams, however many you want. And I'm going to let you guys take the lead. Oh, because you didn't this do one. any research. Yeah. Didn't do the research. I also wrote the entire this. rundown. You came up with this last year. Go on the expansion. Hit, hit us with your expansion teams, Pete. Me? Oh, well, no, I want to hear your first one. I'm happy to start. Yeah, all right. Geelong Supercats. Bring them back. <laughs> and don't laugh because. Plug. I, I don't I can't tell you who I heard it from because I don't know the person's no, name. They're trying. Yes. Yeah, that's true. why I'm, that's why I said it. Someone I went to a Phoenix game, um, which narrows it down as to who told <laughs> me. I still don't know his name. It wasn't Rowan Short. Yeah, I was about to say that's um, who I'm going at. That yeah, I'm hearing that the, the Supercats are looking to looking to make a little charge. Well you look at what they've done with the NBL one this year, they've got Mitch McCarron. Justin Shuler, the assistant coach at United, they're pouring more money into that program than they ever had they in the past. facility, as far as I'm no. aware. Which I think they're going to try and get. Surely you guys, they can join forces with Geelong. Oh, they would. It's something that they would do. Aren't people trying to do it? Like, maybe, maybe, we've, maybe. We've got an outside game. It gets a bit weird. <laughs> maybe. Um, the other one I was, was Tassie. Get in there before the AFL. Yeah. The AFL have neglected Tasmania. Don't call it Hobart. Don't call it Launceston. Call it Tassie. I agree yeah. on that. Group the whole state together and say, the AFL don't want you. We want you. 100%. And they'll jump on. 100%. We've been a proponent of that saying that they need it. And that's the exact reason that they need to do it as soon as possible. Yeah, next get in year there if first. possible. Because you need to unite Tasmania. And Tasmania is never going to be a place, in my opinion, with a sport like basketball, and especially with AFL eventually coming. It will eventually get yeah, there. You don't have there. enough fan base to have a Launceston and a Hobart. No. Nah. You just don't have enough. And it's too close to be doing that. But you can play, like, you know how New Zealand play a couple of games in the regional. Uh, venues throughout yeah. the year, they can do the same for Tassie's two games or something. Oh, yeah. out in well, London. it's going to be the Derwent Entertainment Centre, which has already been bought by Larry Kesselman. And it so looks... it's coming. It just needs to come as soon as possible. You can, you can celebrate. I just saw that. Oh uh, yeah, we just scored. LSU scored. <laughs> the Tigers, <laughs> the Tigers <laughs> just scored. Don't worry. The uh, jumpers coming. There, oh, there we go. There um, we go. The, the thing is, and I can say this from experience because I saw it happen. Get into that market quick because the the biggest downfall for the Crocs was the Cowboys' success. The town's yeah. not big enough for both. And Jonathan Thurston, the Cowboys won a premiership. Townsville struggled because they couldn't, people couldn't afford to go to both. Yeah. And in the end, they made a choice and the Crocs suffered. So I'm saying get in there, get to Tassie. And it, it's almost a bit of a marketing thing. You, you, you market it like that. Look, exactly. no other sport wants to come here. We're here. Embrace it. Otherwise, look, if, if, if the NBL... It's, it's coming. Well, it, it is coming, it's but coming. it's also... Is it? this is I think also, it is. I yeah, well, I've... the fact that Larry Kesselman's bought the... Well, it seems like his bought or is going through the process of buying the, Derwin, <laughs> buying the city of Hobart, buying the Derwin Entertainment Centre. So are they next? Tassie's next. That'll be Tassie's, next. Tassie's, Tassie's going to be next. Tassie's right. going to be next. Which is good because my expansion teams, I thought we were taking the piss. <laughs> so the ones I did... I've got down the Coolaroo cockatoos. 
<laughs> with Dale Kerrigan. Oh, well, I didn't know. Well, I, I, I added my hometown Swan Hill Flyers as well if we were mucking around. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm Hill. playing for. Oh, it's an actual. Yeah, but that's. Oh, so we're actually teams. Still, though, Swan Hill's not going to have an NBA. But just a quick one. It's still bugging me on the Tasmanian thing. Yes. The, the biggest thing that I have to say is as a public service announcement to people in Tasmania. Is if you don't, if a Tasmanian team comes and you don't embrace it, yeah, that's bullshit. Then the AFL's never going to come, yeah, because they're like, oh, look, here's one of the most popular sports in the country at the grassroots level. And if they can't even get people to games, filling out a six, seven thousand seat stadium, then they're not going to bring an yeah. AFL team. So Tasmania needs to get around this thing, pack it out with ten thousand. If you get something like ten thousand people every week to an NBL game there. Every single sport in Australia is going to be thinking, they, they really wanted a team yeah. and they finally got one. Look how they get around it. You know it. what they've missed the big chance on? Is being in this year and then just throwing all the money at LaMelo Ball and yeah. getting a fan Do base. Do Tasmanian people get internet to be able to even oh, see the LaMelo Ball geez. stuff over come there? Come on. Man. Oh, we all, are we all <laughs> that pro Tassie? Jeez. Tassie's a I love Tassie. Have you kicked your career? No, no. no the only time we played down there, it was 65 nothing against the Kangaroos. We were nothing. Oh, I do remember that. I was yeah. so far. I'm a cross. I'm it was like a 25-goal win, so we did all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got written no, up. I love Tassie. It's, I love coming into Hobart over the bridge. It's beautiful. I yeah, got, I, the best part about for me when we've gone to Tassie is the plane ride out. Yeah, 100%. And then the fact that it didn't end for me at the plane ride because I got a, a uh, notice oh, in the mail from the Tasmanian Police Authority, whatever it's called, for drinking in public. I was, I was just down at Woodstock. down there for the Pioneers, two of my six games. Yeah, yeah no, the NBA one. Hobart, we yeah. beat them. We actually won both games, Hobart and uh, the Thunder. In yeah, some northwest, small, northwest yeah, Tasmania. Some I've, small played town. In, I've played every three years and we've gone had the Tassie trip every time, the doubleheader, and I'm one and six. We I won both. It. Two and I, that was give me one, give me an expansion team. Pete. I did Coolaroo Cockatoos, Dale Kerrigan. That wasn't. <laughs> I thought, that's what I thought we were going down. So. Well, Joe, okay, let's jump straight over to in play or out of bounds. And one of my favourite storylines, if it had to come off this week, was Scotty Hobson with the almost <laughs> quadruple double. Ended up with 18, 7, 8 and ten turnovers. Have you ever seen? Well, the Andre Kirilenko got one in the FIBA game. A quadruple double with turnovers. He actually got no, one. It was no, with no. positive stats. Oh, was oh, it? I think it was blocks, steals. Assists, rebounds, no, no. points. No, it would, have been, it would have been one of the... What, no, no blocks. Four he of those. No, he would have got steals. He would have got steals. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's pretty long. long. Yeah. Maybe he didn't get the points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe he didn't get the Imagine. points. Imagine. I don't know, but he got one. But would that have counted as a positive... Would you have counted that as a quadruple-double or does it have to be mm. positive integers? You wouldn't count it. Well, you've seen it before with Westbrook and stuff and people just claim it. But is well, they actually claim it. It they, doesn't go. It doesn't down. go on a record. It doesn't, so it doesn't go on the record no. as a. Okay, so I wasn't sure whether if you get a triple double with turnovers, well, maybe, then you could start really. You could average a triple double. It's like me kicking one goal six, and I will say, oh, I've just kicked two. I just, it's true. <laughs> that's the same. It's a good point. <laughs> that's so when. So if I bet on you this year and you, no, we won't go down that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too, um, statement like retracted. It. But it's 40, 40 minute game. Ten turnovers is impressive. Ten turnovers is incredibly <laughs> impressive, and they put up the NBL facts put up that who did it last twice, and that's a forty-eight minute game, which yeah. is even longer. And but he's, the, he's trying to do a lot. The worst part for me though was people pinning this, saying that DJ Newbillers should be the defensive player of the year. Now he's a good defender, but Scotty Hobson stepped out of bounds three times. Yeah, I saw through that. a full court pass. <laughs> I don't like, know what is? Yeah, he's, there was okay, maybe two or three turnovers were because DJ Newbillers in front of him, but he still almost got a regular triple double with 18, 7, and eight. Yeah, I'm not. Also, I'm not. I know we didn't talk about. I'm not sold on that DJ Newbill defensive player of the year. No, not, not at, at all. all. No, who, but, who do you give it to though? Yeah, there's I know, no one that stands out because Damian Martin's obviously losing a bit of a step. That's not a knock on him. He's still playing well, and that team is a lot better when he's in it. But he's losing a bit of a step. Mm. That's yeah, I don't know. Emma, nah. 
Well, anyway, it's time for our great man, Wertho, who's over in Bunbury. I assume sitting on the couch. Let's catch up with him and let him cut loose and see who he's going to posterise this week. Coach Matt Flynn and the Illawarra Hawks have definitely had their struggles this season, but one of the bright spots has been the work of Matt Adaponya and his The Foundation Club series that he's been presenting each and every week. When Aaron Brooks went down with injury, we got to see the inner sanctum of the coaching staff and the replacements that they were looking at. On the board, some of the names were like Brian Roberts, Kadeem Allen, Bobby Brown, Okaro White, and where they landed was Darrington Hobson and Billy Preston. Now, Billy Preston has come and gone very, very quickly and wasn't very good as a basketball player, if you ask me. And then Darrington Hobson, he's still there. He's averaging 25 minutes a game, 6.2 points per game, 4 rebounds, 4.6 assists, and 2.2 turnovers. To me, that's not enough. With the names that they had on the board and who they ended up with, I think the Hawks would be very disappointed. And while they have won a couple of games this season and three notably against the Cairns Taipans, for the most part, they've struggled this season. For the rest of the season... I'd like to see them get rid of Hobson, quite clearly, and give more times to Greeter, Glover, Nah, and Deck. I think Sunday Deck has been excellent this season and the work that he's done, uh, but there's definitely been regression in Nah and Greeter thanks to opportunity. They haven't been able to give him the time or the space to be able to make plays. Nah's had a few breakout games. Greeter has struggled mightily, even though that he scored in double figures in the last two. For me, we need to start putting more time into the young guys that they've got there. They've got a great foundation of young kids that need time and effort, and even though there's heartbreaking losses at the moment, I think it only serves as a better future for the Hawks. Get rid of Hobson, play the young kids more, and see the Hawkies fly as one once again. Hawkies fly as one. The Hawkies fly. Okay, now now I'm, I am buying what were those selling <laughs> yeah, with this so when we I, talk. Yeah, when we talk about the development of these guys because they're playing so much better and they will be better for it next year. But I have to play the devil's advocate on behalf of the NBL and say that you need to bring imports into these teams to make them competitive because there's a lot of eyes on the Hawks, especially when Lamelo gets back, and you don't want that team getting drubbed by thirty and looking like a total shit heap of a game, which it potentially could. And Hobson's not the guy. No, but they, not at all. But the reason that they brought these guys in was to just provide another bigger body, older guy. And Lamelo's not, right not coming back. No, nah, I'm with. He's not coming back. I, I wouldn't be. I'd be telling him to sit. Absolutely. Sit. Mate, he's well, got a hundred mil in a private jet coming. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, no, I'm not we, sure we deb- where that's coming we from. We debunked that last. But yeah, that, that myth was debunked. He's looking um, about thirty. I agree. So what, if they're not going to get rid of him, it's too late. For, so what, just put him in the bench. Because a lot of when you get rid of him, I'd get rid of him. Well, yeah, it depends I think he, what his contract looks I, like. I don't think the NBL would, would allow it. But I it would the NBL stepping mm, in and saying you need. There's been an guys. Import there's been imports who have really thrived off the bench. Eric Griffin in Adelaide yeah, has true. been a beast. Yep. Uh, Brandon Ashley in New Zealand has been a beast since coming off the bench. The only one who really didn't was Keith Benson, but he is thriving now in Dubai. Dubai, working a regular job <laughs> or a basketball <laughs> job, but not sure. No, but Sales that's exact. if you, yeah, you don't get rid of him, just put him to the bench. But I agree, these youngsters just give them all the time yep. in the world. Agree. To, I, honestly, if it was me, I hear what you're saying, but he's not making them any better. No, he's no. not. So if. If if you can cut your losses, save some money. I'd I'd move him on. How many games does he play now? Not enough to be paid out. I don't know how it all works. I've got no idea the, the finite sort of contract stuff. Well, if that you can save that money, NFL style, I'd send him. Was he just going missing? Or is that just too grim? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just he went for a surf. <laughs> Harold Holt. <laughs> what is a Japanese sub? <laughs> what took Harold Holt? 
Unless I have no idea. said it was a Japanese sub, wasn't it? I yeah, no we'll idea. go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go with Japanese sub. It makes me seem like a bit less of a dick. Anyway, it's time for Hot or Cold. Cam Oliver smack talking after a block while shooting 6 of 22. It's unreal. I, like it. I said, no, is it I'm hot not, or cold? No, you said it's unreal. Uh, is it hot or cold? No, it's cold. He shouldn't nice. be doing that. Is that the right way I've said that? Yeah. Should it be cold? We well, said you... unreal, but we didn't know if you meant. No, sorry. Yeah, it's hard because that's... I kind of wrote it in yeah. a sarcastic manner. Yeah, so. that's what. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. It's pretty cold. Yeah. But <laughs> if they were winning. Yeah, it's changed. They're winning. Were they, winning, but like, at, were they winning at the time? They were winning. You, but you're 6 of 22 and you block someone and you're like flexing and doing all this sort of shit. Oh, uh, no. If they were winning, they changed it a little bit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because a good team guy. Is 6 for 22 the worst we've seen for a while? We've seen no, it. I think uh, Hobson and Preston came in and went one for ten each. I yeah. think that was when they first came for Illawarra. Someone we know went zero for six on debut. Oh, oh, that's, a, that's it. Back. You know what? I think you were about a dollar I one to mention that. No, but, the, <laughs> but you spoke with one of the. You played or on the same team with one of the best trash talkers in history. Yes, John. Really? Well, I was a few because Hinder was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and the man with the mohawk who played up there was pretty good as he well. He was good. But really, was they called him the real deal? He used to, he used to get stuck into me. I, yeah. I felt like it was personal during training. Personal, <laughs> yeah. And we played in the same when once really sort of moved on and yeah. uh, went to the breakers and came back. We played club basketball together up in Townsville, and um, he used to get stuck into me in the club team. Jeez, yeah, he was he 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 could seriously talk. I still see him pop up every now now and then on Twitter. He would bag someone's jump shot because <laughs> he because he was silky. He could just yeah. hit everything. He loves to get stuck into people for their for their. Uh, Inability to shoot. Well, he's a hooper, and he's off coaching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's coaching assistant coach, Boise uh, State, wasn't he? No, no, no. He wasn't he Boise State. He's moved. moved on. His sons, his sons, come Jalen's coming up through the ranks as well. He's good as well. That's like if you're an absolute bucket, then fair enough. Have that swagger about you. Cam Oliver's been pretty good. I, I didn't know yeah, they were I, winning. Look, I'll, I'll give it. the benefit of the doubt. He's got a big enough body of work, Cam Oliver, to be able to talk smack, even though you're having a bad game. But we'll jump over to another one. Hot or cold? The NBL replay center. Now I'm going to say the fact that we did not hear about it during the week is probably a good sign. During the broadcast or just in... Well, just during... There, there wasn't... People, people were tweeting about it saying it was wild yeah. or something like that. There's, it's like if you don't hear about the refs, it's a good week. They're doing a good job. Right. So apparently there was a lot of the first... Because there's only three games that had it yeah. over the weekend. And the first one saved bulk time going to the monitors because they had swivel monitors. Hooray. Yeah. Who? This was the worst part. I came up with the idea for swivel monitors... On a podcast, no, any credit? While you were still paying, no, this is the worst part. Oh, During the broadcast, they go, oh, and there we've got the Peter Hooley swivel monitor. Oh, lordy. Oh. I have never been so irate in my life. I was sitting there in the hub next to Tony Skinner, and I let everyone know about it in that entire region. Well, we've gone leaps and bounds in trash talk this year, so I people can't remember for that. Oh. I don't even remember that because I was just like, hang on. Because oh. I brought it up because in the Perth arena, they have to go right around like both... Uh, benches and yep. it just takes forever yeah. and there's so many of them so if they can quickly sort it which they seem to do it just changes everything and they've got all these different angles so they can quickly do it they don't even have to stop it for threes and twos anymore because it's already happening behind the scenes so that's a big positive I'm, that has to be a huge step forward and it will come to all games eventually I don't love it for threes and twos I don't love that I think I think you should just let it roll no that's yeah. what I mean they do let it roll and they do no, it I think they don't. I don't think they should even really look at that oh really oh uh, you reckon just like let uh, it whatever the ref says yeah Oh, I, I, like, I like the element of and I've talked about this in the AFL. Have you ever been well. on the receiving end of yeah, one of these bad calls? If that's, if that's no, a game I actually winner. got. Remember the the, the the goal I kicked that actually hit the post and they gave it a goal. And <laughs> oh I, yeah. yeah, I knew we'd know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I like I like the human element of it. I, certainly, late in games you need to know who. Yeah. The okay. So under off. two minutes changes. Yeah, everything. under two minutes okay. or whatever. But don't slow 
in this age, everyone wants everything fast. Don't slow the game down at all. Let they it do, roll. Yeah. Um, referee can see if his toe was on the line or not. They get if it's close enough. They get eight, right. of ten, eight out of ten of those right. Just point. let it go. Petition it. Petition it. Petition it. We'll get behind you. <laughs> well, you guys make stuff happen on here, so sure. That, that is. That is. Monitor. That is. Swivel monitors yeah. to happen. Hopefully, Dane getting paid. We never know. Yeah. <laughs> Have we jumped the gun on the breakers? Now, I want to go ahead and retract. Fair enough. The retraction of the apology that I gave. Fair enough. For the Dan Shamir coaching signing. Are you looking at the camera? No, no, no. I'm not. Okay. I've, I've already done that once. But the fact that the Breakers have only beaten one top four side this year and they beat, what, like six in a row? I think they beat bottom sides. And, and I know it's a close league. There's a lot of parity. But I didn't see this stat before I retracted my sort of whatever you're going to call it, attack on the it, Breakers. It was, an, it, was an it was an attack. It was an attack on Moody as well. <laughs> you still don't like him. I don't like him. Uh, I, yeah, it's fair enough. I didn't know that until you brought out the stat that they've only won uh, one game versus the top four, which is kind of wild. And I thought after that role, I was like, hang on, they're a big chance to make the finals. But after they lost both on the weekend and losing to Cairns, who was their other game against? Whoever they lost. Um, they're not making the finals. No, so it's, no. They're not legit if they can't. If, if they've done that one win... All year, they're not legit. They're not legit. Yeah, it's a huge stat. I remember when you found out you were irate. I, you was, I had made a down the barrel of the camera apology. retraction. What's, the only thing I'm saying the apology does warrant is that they have turned things around like club-wise. Yeah, it looks like it's going they well. And Matt in. Walsh has proved himself to actually be a really, really likable character 100%. so far. Well, you've always liked him. I've always liked Matt Walsh. Yeah. But I just don't agree with that. The decision of... It's still early. The, I assume the director of basketball kind of hires the coach. That's usually how it works. And then You're Dan Shamir so. is the director of basketball. So well, that's, oh, Here's another thing. So say next year, or when he's still in the league, if they finish top and say they lose two games, but he hates being called a coach, he can't win coach of the year. No. Oh, that's a good point. So because he's not, he's director if of they basketball. They won the championship. He couldn't because he's the director that, of basketball. That's what I mean. So and Ooh. they're not. Are they going to give out a director of basketball award? Because <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> that's what I mean. Because he was really against the whole thing of the, being called a coach. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be very interesting to see. Good what little happens. nugget you found there, Pete. Thanks, and what my favorite one out of the hot and cold segment: the Cairns Python Snake Taipan, whatever you're on. The great man Fabian Krislovich, a center for the Cairns Taipan, sent us through this video of what happened at the Cairns Look at facility. That. Look that, that is a python being loaded into a bucket. Now, There's two guys with their hands on it. That's what concerns <laughs> me more. Two guys with their hands on a snake. Are they official snake catchers? They look it like doesn't they look are. like no, it's Mirko Jerich. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that is completely. How do you recruit someone to cans? I love the type ants. And don't give me the whole pythons. They're not deadly. They they're friendly. He's not. A, you're not a fan of snakes, are no, you? No, no. <laughs> that thing no. bites you on the eyeball. You fuck. Well, you're a fan of snakes. No, I just don't mind them. But you, we both grew up on farms. You said you weren't around them. I was around them a bit. What if you... You'd be plenty yeah, of snakes all the time, mate. There'll be plenty of snakes down there in Geelong. No, there won't be. <laughs> <laughs> Not where I'm living. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the 12th floor, there's none there. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm on the penthouse. Okay. All right, let's jump over to some NBA sort of stuff. And the one I want to bring up here is the all-star voting polls. Yeah, good call. Should the fans have any say in this? Because every single year we saw it with Jeremy Lin getting in. Because the whole of China voted for him. Not actually getting in. They end up vetoing it. But oh, They Jer- can veto it. They can yeah, veto it. Yeah, like for that exact reason. Also, <laughs> the coaches and players get votes as well. But you need to do it that. Because it otherwise, looks, every Chinese player would always It looks bad, though, by vetoing. Because yeah, you're, that looks you're sh- shutting down the fans. Yeah, that's yeah, that sort of thing. So if you're going to veto it, if you're going to give it up to the fans, then count it. If they want Alex Caruso in the All-Star game, give the people's champ a spot in the All-Star game. Exactly. So you, you want the fans? No. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with it. I'm, I'm, if you're going to do it... 
then go by their decision. It's like when they opened up that ship. It was like a cruise ship where they said, well, they opened it up to the fans, or not the fans, but to the public on what they wanted to name it. And the thing that won oh, yeah. was like Shippity McShipface. <laughs> yeah. And they said, you know what? Fuck it, we're naming yeah. it that. <laughs> and that's what it Can was they named. Not wait it with writers and journalists like they do with the old project. They do, they do they for the afterwards. reserves. Yeah. So, they, yeah. so the, I'm thinking the best way but to do it. Taco Fall, isn't. He's up there he too. He doesn't play, yeah. But he's, he's up <laughs> he's there. He's up well. there. Yeah. He got selected into the All Star game. And if you agree to go by that method. That's, so the best way to do it is to get that whole like riders and people who carry weight to put in a pool of 20 on each side and then yes. go to the fans. Yes, yes, yes. And then the there fans can be like, here's my starters, here's my bench, and you just weight it from there. That's yeah. the best well, way think, to do it. You want fans involved. From the league's perspective, they just want clicks. Yeah, so 100%. So if you take away Click some, certain players from Asia... Who are, who are from Asia? You basically eliminating yeah, all yeah, those yeah. boys, so they just want the clicks. So you can see it both ways, but you still, I think yeah. you still get the clicks by doing like a, maybe a thirty pull. But that way you're giving the players because like Taco Falls shouldn't be up there. No, like probably, these players probably not in, to- in the top thirty. You might actually sneak Caruso in thirtieth. He's a baller, <laughs> bro. Thirty Caruso, Alex. Are we talking about the same dude? He's a ball. A dude that has the occasional DNP is not in the top thirty players in the West. In the league, Ingles. (laughs) Oh, now you're now you're changing it to the West. Is he in the top thirty players? No, he may not be in the top thirty players the Lakers have had in the last two years. Like, he's good. That's if there was an NBA All Star game in 2009, Zach Delaney would have got voted. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have. Trev would have been there deleting votes. Gone nah, nah. But yeah, no, it's it's a little. I've seen some of my friends put up, like, you know how you can put up who you voted yeah. for on Twitter? And I'm like, he's like, dude, these are all my hometown people. I'm like, well, that vote counts. Yeah. Like, this is what's wrong with America. Look at your political yeah. system. <laughs> Look, well, no, this no, is, no. you're voting the same any, way. Anytime you put that, it's the same thing that pisses me off every single year with a thing that is fast approaching, the Triple J Hottest 100, and we're switching over to music here. We've people gone. just want to look like they're like Indian hipster yeah. and vote for like... like the songs they yeah, know. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Dance Monkey was probably the best song. Yeah. But you just don't want to look mainstream and vote for it. But anyway, that is a total segue. We have covered <laughs> politics, <laughs> Triple J, <laughs> AFL. Yeah. Well, now, 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 Josh, we want, to, we want to ask you the big question on your sort of idea of the Iranian situation at the moment going on in the States. <laughs> if, you, if you want in to dive politics. headfirst into that. Do we as have a, an hour? <laughs> I have nothing to say. Well, before we finish up, we'll jump in and see where our money's going this week. I'm going to start it off with Cairns to beat Adelaide. I'm throwing the straight hundred. Well, we, whole Benjamin we, on we lost everything last week, you and I. Yeah, we did. So we're starting. <laughs> wait, we're starting wait, wait, tell right. Josh your bets last week. No, he had hundred bucks. I'm, I'm he had hundred bucks on a multi of New Zealand to win both games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, money and they back, lost. Money and back it. for Ofa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think there is a little uh, thing with that. No, no, but I'm throwing it on Cairns. The first and what is going to be two massive matchups with Adelaide. I'm saying that the Taipans get the win, even with an actual snake in their practice facility. Well, I'm, you go. I'm, oh, the, the Phoenix. I feel bad doing this because the Phoenix hosted <laughs> a few of the Cats boys. We went down and uh, watched them play a game a few weeks ago in speaking Hollywood of, Row. Speaking of snakes. Amazing seats. But I'm, I'm thinking they're going to lose both this weekend. So I think Perth will, <laughs> Perth will beat them at yeah. home and then the Kings will beat them at home as well. So Cut that round short. It's quite short. Two bucks maybe. If you get two bucks, you're doing well. Double your money. Happy days. Move on. Easy. Did you say they they were awesome? Do you want to go back to a game? Because that's <laughs> yeah, probably not I the way. Actually you can't, you can't, we're time. clipping that. Yeah, I did a shootout against D Mac, Darren McDonald, from the foul line, and I beat him. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I saw that. I felt bad for Mac. He looked like his elbow was all out. <laughs> I was about to say, you can't preface with how much you enjoyed those seats and then go say they're going oh of two. I don't know if it's going to even out. Oh, Josh, you want more tickets? Um, so I'm with you though I've got a hundred on oh. multi <laughs> I've got Brisbane to beat Illawarra which I don't know what the odds are but they'll win that 
Uh, Perth to beat Southeast. And I've got Adelaide at the line, so we can both win that one. At Ooh. plus four and a half over Cairns. We can. Ooh. So we, we can, can both, both win, win that. that. But I've gone, I'm chasing odds. I'm trying to chase you. Chasing odds. It's tough, man. I'm sitting up there at the top of the perch. But anyway, that is all we got time for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to the great man, Josh Jenkins, Pete Hawley. We'll be back again next week. And right now, it's time for us to go over and watch LSU win the national championship. Let's do it. We're out. <laughs>